You have reached the voicemail box of Natalie Sidorsky. At the tone, please record your message. <laughs> Welcome to Command SK. I'm Shreyak. And I'm stupid. Screw you. <laughs> Screw you. Welcome back to Command SK. I'm Shreyak. And I'm Karn. And today we have a very special guest with us, Natalie. Welcome. Thank you. Do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Well, I'm here against my will, first <laughs> of all. Um, yeah, I'm a graduate student at the University of Ottawa. I don't know what else you want to know. She's she's doing some really, really cool stuff, which we're, we're going to uh, get into. And uh, by the way, this this she didn't know about this at all. We kind of last minute were like, Nat, do you want to be on the podcast? Whatever you're doing is so cool. And she was like... I mean, I did crash your plan, so I kind of deserve this punishment, but... Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's it's all it's all her fault. We were going to go to the gym, but we decided let's not work out instead. So, no. Anyways, um, yeah, so what we wanted to talk about today was really about some of the kind of your education path, your career path that you're pursuing um, and, and hopefully someone listening to it might get in, inspired to pursue something similar or, or follow something that they're super, super interested in. So yeah. do you want to tell us about where, where you started out in that journey and, and where you are now? Sure. Um, so I did my undergrad in chemistry and I'm not actually in chemistry right now. I'm doing my PhD. So I just started that in September. I'm focusing on informal science education. So it is somewhat related. Um, but basically, getting from my undergrad to where I am now, I realized that I was interested in teaching science. Um, I realized this through the chemistry club, which is actually where I met Shreya. Um, yeah, I know you still regret that. <laughs> anyways. Hashtag friends for life. <laughs> so, yeah. So I didn't actually know that informal science education was a field until I started my master's and I was actually focusing on chemistry education research and I found that to be a little bit too specific so um, I switched over to just education and then within there now I'm focusing on um, informal science education but with a focus on museum education which arguably is even more specific than chemistry and education. super cool by yeah. the way. Yeah so um, it's pretty interesting because a lot of people don't realize that you could do a PhD in education. So when you say, people ask me all the time, what are you studying? And I say education, it seems kind of strange, but it's such a large field and you can kind of study anything you want within that. What, what I'm curious, well, I already kind of know, but like what I'm, I'm sure everyone else is curious about is how you thought in your head that, okay, I came out of undergrad with a certain educational background or a certain goal. But now, because of something I found out, it shifted. So how did you decide that, okay, I'd like to, to, to shift focus a little bit? So it was actually because of a prof. So within my chemistry education um, degree, I had to take a couple education courses. And the first education course that I took was actually with someone from the faculty of education as opposed to the faculty of science. And she's actually now my supervisor, so I guess you could see, say that she kind of stole me. <laughs> um, I mean, it wasn't intentional. I don't think it was something that I was actively planning. It's just that it wasn't exactly a fit for me, but I didn't know that until I tried. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's something that a lot of people don't realize is that you could change your degree around. And some people would argue that I've completely switched out, which I have to some extent, but I'm still focusing on science. And of course, my chemistry background does help me within this field mm -hmm. um but yeah i would say it was honestly that one professor and it's because of 
that prof that I'm still at the University of Ottawa. Mm -hmm. They just kind of sold me on it, I guess, in a way, um, encouraged me and I actually get to choose my own thesis topic, which not all PhD students get to say. So like you, you said that, that, that prof kind of sold you on it, kept almost like inspired you. Is it, is it fair to say in, in pursuing oh, that field? Yeah. So like, do you, do you, like, do you think that when, when somebody in, in your, in that type of position is like, oh, I've, I've come out of my education with something else, but I, I might want to do something else. Like, do you, do you think that plays a, like what, what plays a bigger part in it? Somebody else kind of tell, like inspiring you or, or telling you about a, a, a pathway you can follow or um, like how much of it was your own um, discovery or your own curiosity versus somebody else putting you onto it, not putting you onto it, but telling you about this? I would have to say that actually the biggest motivator was my unhappiness mm -hmm. and I have to actually blame the faculty of science for that and I don't really want to badmouth them too much but um, I just wasn't happy with the structure of their program if I'm doing an education degree so if I was doing a chemistry education degree it should be more education focused and it was very chemistry focused which didn't really make sense um, and there are also problems within administration which I won't get too much into um, but I would say that ultimately it was that unhappiness more than my supervisor, more than anything else that caused me to switch gears. Mm -hmm. um, the prof, actually, she was the one that helped me realize that, okay, I don't have to drop out. I could just change directions. Mm -hmm. So I would say that she helped me in terms of that. But the actual choice to switch was more of my own. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, motivated by my unhappiness. Yeah. And it is okay to be unhappy. Um, you just can't be miserable. So I think that once you start being miserable, that's how you know you need to change it up a little bit. But would you say that change, like changing direct, because like what, what you're pursuing now, it seems like it's not like a drastic change from kind of where your educational pathway started. Would you say that if, if it was more of a complete shift that you, you would have, you might've been a little bit more averse to maybe taking that chance or taking that, that, jump to another opportunity i mean i might have been more hesitant but mm -hmm. ultimately you need to follow your heart and mm -hmm. what you love so if that means switching out of science completely into the arts or anything else i probably mm -hmm. would have done that it might have just taken a bit longer to get there yeah and what if, and what what i think a lot of people in in similar situations always struggle with i i definitely struggle with this is like what type of thinking what type of um research or, or stuff did you do to to say like or, or if you did like to, to to say okay this is these are these are the risks these are the challenges but this is the good that can come out of it to to then make that to take that chance uh well the biggest issue i guess that i had was <clears throat> i felt that i was wasting time mm -hmm. um, because i had already dedicated certain time to one degree and then switching out to a completely different faculty all of a sudden courses that i had taken and research wouldn't translate, so I'd have to start from scratch. Right. But I think what a lot of people do is they put too much focus on age. Mm -hmm. um, ultimately, I'm still one of the younger ones within the program, so mm -hmm. it was really nice to see that. Mm -hmm. um, so just get over it, I guess. Like It's better to waste yeah. a semester, waste a year, waste two years, than waste your entire degree or your entire life dedicated to something that you don't like. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, once you 
get over that and you can do anything. I don't know if that answered your question. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it, it does. It, it, it does. And it's, it's honest. I think that's, that's what people want to know is like, what's the, the cold hard truth. And I guess on the topic of the truth, the kind of honest opinion, I mean, I, I, I know from obviously from talking to you, but can you tell people listening, hopefully people are listening about um, our, our many, many listeners about some of the challenges that you faced in making that switch or, or, or even now? Um, so luckily the course that I took with my supervisor, or sorry, my now supervisor, my then prof, that one did count towards my degree in education, so my master's degree. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it didn't, it didn't. It's a long story. I won't get into it. But um, yeah, so the main thing that I needed to see was in terms of I had learned what course requirements I need and what thesis requirements for one faculty, and I needed to research and see and learn about a whole new entire faculty. So basically, a lot of research in, in terms of... Um, switching out of it and going from a physical science to a social science is also a pretty big jump mm-hmm. so um i mean i faced a lot of this going into chemistry education in the first place where mm-hmm. i needed to learn more about qualitative methods such as interviews and surveys and things like that mm-hmm. so all of that was brand new and of course the dreaded apa format which anyone in social sciences was well familiar <laughs> with um so it's just kind of shifting everything around Mm -hmm. but um i think you just need to go at it with an open mind and realize that it's not going to be easy but your happiness is the most important thing yeah working towards like a like a like an overall end goal right so like for for you what what is that end goal what is that motive like that almost like that that thing hanging on a fishing pole over your head that you're that you're working towards that keeps you Ultimately, it'd be to finish my PhD. <laughs> well, I mean, yes, so, we, we have a future doctor here, guys. I mean, I'll take a couple years. I think some people don't realize how long it takes. Um, it does take at least four years to get a doctorate. I mean, you could do it in three, but mm-hmm. those people are insane. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it, and it does take longer in some cases as well. I know um, some of my friends are in their fifth and sixth years of their doctorate. So mm-hmm. hopefully that's not me, but it might be. <laughs> We won't know. Um, yeah, in terms of end goals, I'm kind of hesitant to say I don't want to jinx anything, mm-hmm. but definitely I want to stay within the realm of informal science education. So whether that's actually being a professor that's teaching informal science or working at a museum as like the head of an educational department, I don't know if I, if my doctoral degree would help for that. Um, mm-hmm. But those would be two possibilities of, I guess, end goals. Mm-hmm. And yeah just surviving is my my main one right now no that's that's real and i i what i love is that you didn't immediately be like oh i want to do this job or i want to be in this role or i want to make this kind of my you're you're focusing more on um what you want to do yeah it's more which about is so yeah possibilities i think if you get too specific of mm-hmm. i want to do this exact thing then you're just setting yourself up for failure yeah so definitely keep that as an option but know that there are other things you can do if you could give any sort of advice to your younger self, like oh, the super geez. cliche. Question. I, I, right. I I went there. No, but we, we, it can be what, about whatever you want, whether it's like education, about life, anything. What advice would you give? Part of me wants to swear. Am I allowed to swear? On yes, yes. We have the we have the e for explicit rating. Yeah, right? this Record. is adult friendly. Yeah, well, adult okay, friendly. Maybe maybe I'll filter myself. I would just say like f the haters. Yeah. <laughs> because um, 
yeah, you're going to get that a lot. And not just me. I mean, like, everyone's going to get that. Um, I think that people just don't want you to do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest things is that people will always focus on money. And, oh, like, how much money are you going to be making from this? Well, not a lot because um, doing a doctor, you don't get paid much. <laughs> it's the sad truth. But yeah. you just need to kind of ignore all of that. So just be aware that it's going to happen. You're going to hear it. But... Yeah, just let it bounce off of you, I guess, would be the advice that I would give. Yeah, oh, that's amazing. Um, cool. Well, those were all the questions I had. Karin, is there anything that you're absolutely dying to, to ask Nat? Or do you think there's anything else that uh, our, our many, many, many listeners listening want to know? Shrek hogged all the good questions. <laughs> so I wanted to be very polite to our amazing guest, Nat. Um, not too polite to Shrek, but polite for Nat. Oh, he's uh, not that polite. He's screw- lying. All right, well, that's, I guess that's the end of the episode then. No, 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 that's not. Um, But yeah, Shrek took all the good questions. Okay, cool. So, Nat, we, Karin and I, for our first episode of season two, we tried out two different, uh, like, segments we wanted to do at the end. But the guests, we can actually show them as well and get their feedback. Get their opinion, exactly. So, okay, so the two things we want to do at the end, we're going to do one or the other, or both, or neither, depending on what feedback we get, is share, like, share a dad joke, or... Um, Karin is going to describe a meme on a podcast I'm going so to, people I'm can gonna, visualize I'm gonna, it. I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to use imagination, the power of imagination, to describe a visual meme in audio, audio format. Alright, so that being said, let's start with the first segment idea, which is dad joke time. I don't know what we're going to call it. Um, because of the holidays, I'll give you a holiday theme. Okay, one. bring it. Um, what do you get when Santa accidentally goes down a chimney when the fire's lit? Uh, I don't know. Crisp Kringle. <laughs> nice, nice. Okay, Karin, you're up. My phone is upstairs. Okay, well, I'll let me see if I can remember what the meme was. Yeah, you're oh, you Nick are meme pros. You so I had a yesterday. I had a group therapy session with my nonprofit uh, fellows, which was awesome. Um, and what happened during that was we shared really cool memes, and hilarious memes, inappropriate memes, all types of memes. And one of my favorite ones from that night, which I was really feeling, was a, it's a picture of a Galapagos tortoise. And it's a fun fact. Did you know that Galapagos tortoises can live for up to 200 years and not enjoy a single second of it? Uh, that really hit me hit home with me, so. Dude, you already did that in the first episode. Yeah, I forgot that I did. So we're going to just roll with this. Karin's going to think of another meme by the next one, hopefully. Yeah, third time's the charm, right? Do you think people will actually remember, though? What the... Yeah, what the meme was. This is also going to be in the episode. I mean, let's find out. Little little, little test. We'll see. But uh, yeah, I guess we'll, we'll wrap it up there, Nat. Thank you so much for agreeing to this at the very last second. Oh yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Um, the, t- I... the title of this episode will be The Doctor is in the House. Okay, I'm not a doctor yet. You can't say that. Okay, fine. The, do- the doctor bracket candidate. But I'm not a candidate either. Okay, fine. The doctor bracket potential candidate. You can say student. Doctoral student. The doctoral student is in the house. We'll figure out a really fun take on this um, and we'll get back to you. All right. Anyways, we're going to wrap it up there. See you guys in the next one. For more information about our podcast, follow us at Command SK on Twitter and find out more about where else you can listen to us. This is Two Idiots in a Minivan Driving Off.